This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We've had multiple whistleblowers come to our office and tell us that they're being pressured to categorize cases as domestic terrorist threats that aren't. And I'm just wondering, because it was, the, it was the opening of your statement, most of your statement, you talked about this new office you, you, you filled. Are you juicing the numbers? So I'm not aware of the, the, the references you're making to the whistleblowers. What I can tell you well, is that the intelligence community has assessed that the, the threat we face from Who is, uh, domestic violent extremism is who, elevated, and that's consistent with what I see. Who is Timothy Tebolt? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know that name. You don't know that name? Mr. Grassley does. Mr. Grassley cited in his letter. Mr. Gates brought him up in his uh, his five minutes of questioning. Mr. Tebolt's a guy who suppressed information that was verifiable about Hunter Biden uh, in in 2020. You don't you don't know who this individual is? I'm sorry, I don't know who that well, is. You know what's also interesting about this individual? He's the guy that the whistleblowers told us is pressuring them to recategorize the cases as domestic terrorism cases. And you don't know anything about him? I do not. All right. Well, I guess that maybe stands a reason. Again, you know, Miranda Devine loves the church. This is another great song from that Australian band, The Church. That audio was uh, Jim Jordan out of Ohio. That is some hot audio. And he brings up this guy, Timothy Tybalt, who seems to be the newest, the newest name in a long list of names that made sure that America did not know much about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. But Miranda Devine, she certainly made sure that everybody did. With an amazing expose she did years back in the New York Post, she continues to update that story time and time again, the big guy and all that good stuff. So with that said, here she is, fresh off a blurb in my book, Dear, dear friend Miranda Devine. Miranda, good morning. Sid and Andrew Giuliani, how are you this morning? Good morning, Sid and Andrew. Great to be with you, and congrats on your Fox and Friends um, debut with uh, the book. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you, thank you. And, of course, again, you wrote such a great blurb, you and Bill O'Reilly, Chaz Palman, Terry, Craig Carton, John Katsimatidis, uh, celebrating a birthday today. He's on Fox Business right now. He wrote a great forward. So did Bernard McGurk. So it's a great book, and you were a major, major help. So thank you for that. That was fun this morning. Uh, this uh, this Tibble guy, what did you know about him, and do you think that he adds any more legs to a story which you've already brought to America's attention years and years ago? Look, I, I do think so, actually, Sid. Um, now, you know that uh, you just played that, that um, clip there about Jim Jordan talking about Tim Tebow. The whistleblowers from the FBI who've come forward 
told Chuck Grasley that Tim Tebow was one of the main uh, FBI people who uh, was blocking any investigation of Hunter Biden material. And we know that the FBI um, had the laptop since December 2019. But what we didn't know, and this is another piece of the jigsaw puzzle that I put together in this story, what we didn't know was that Tim Tebow was the FBI agent who was assigned to be point man to manage Tony Bobulinski, who was Hunter Biden's former business partner, And he decided to blow the whistle before the 2020 election on what he knew about Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter Biden and Jim Biden's influence peddling scheme where they were getting millions of dollars from China. So, Miranda, is this basically Andrew Giuliani here? Is this basically Hey, Miranda, is so is this basically a catch and kill? You know, I remember hearing how the media went crazy about Trump's media stories that were a catch and kill. But is this actually the Federal Bureau investigation doing what would be considered a catch and kill with a witness potentially like Bobolinsky, who could have actually shown a true light on what was going on from the corruption of the Biden family? Absolutely, because Tony Bobolinsky went into the FBI's Washington field office on October 23 of 2020, which was 11 days before the election. And he had a five and a half hour interview with two young agents. He was met there by the head of the field office and another agent and then spent five and a half hours being interviewed. And he told them chapter and verse. He told them about Ukraine. He told them about Romania. He told them about the former FBI director, Louis Free, who had been brought in by Hunter Biden to do a deal in um, Romania. Uh, he, um, He told them all about the millions of dollars from China. And he told them about how he met Joe Biden twice. And you know, their their jaws are on the floor. And then he handed over all the evidence, all the documents, the encrypted messages, um, the emails with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, um, not Joe, Hunter and Jim Biden. And he also told them that Joe Biden was the big guy who was mentioned in these emails uh, to get 10% of um, a very lucrative Chinese deal. And um, so... He gave them everything. He gave them the contents of his three phones. uh, And then they told him Tim Tebow, uh, Tony Bobolinsky's lawyer called Tim Tebow and was told, look, sit tight. We'll tell you what the next steps are. We'll probably need to bring him in for a follow-up interview. And then radio silence. Did not hear another word. Mm. To this day, he hasn't heard a word. He also was never called uh, at given a subpoena to appear at the grand jury in Delaware that's been looking into Hunter Biden. I mean, there's been the U.S. attorney there has been investigating Hunter Biden for supposedly for tax evasion and and alleged money laundering and so on um, for four years. And Hmm. you would think the star witness would have been Tony Bobolinsky, who was Hunter Biden's former business partner. They didn't ask him in. It's crazy.
Not only crazy, and again, we're speaking to the best communist in the country, and that is Miranda Devine, New York Post. It's frustrating. I mean, Hillary Clinton is on the offensive this morning. Miranda, I know you know this. She's like, hey, hold on a second. Let Trump worry about himself. My emails were fine. They weren't classified. Trump needs to worry about himself. And now you've got Hunter Biden, still no indictment, still really nothing, and we add more and more pieces to the story, more and more people, more and more details. So i got to tell you, Miranda, it's becoming very frustrating for people like me that the Clintons and the Bidens continue to skate, even though you've got all this information. Yes, it is really frustrating. And, you know, Hillary Clinton there, I think the statute of limitations has run out on on her emails um, uh, and her being charged for anything. But she um, she's there just thumbing her nose. She's got some um, paraphernalia out, a, a cap that she's selling called but with a line on it saying, but her emails. There she is yucking it up with Chelsea on Jimmy Fallon, uh, you know, thinking it's all hilarious about Donald Trump. Um, what a vile woman. And the Democrats know that there is no equal justice. I think we know that now. Um, it's become crystal clear to me anyway with the Hunter Biden issue. Um, and people people say the Democrats have this line. They say, oh, he's a private citizen. He's not the president. Leave him alone. You know, he's a former drug addict, etc. It's not about Hunter Biden. It's about what the laptop tells us about what Joe Biden was doing during his vice presidency because he was a product his family was selling and he was enabling that. He was taking uh, Hunter to China with him on Air Force Two and introducing him to top people and shaking the hands of his partners. He was inviting Hunter's business partners from overseas to his home in Washington, D.C. when he was vice president. He had dinner with them you know, partners from Russia and Kazakhstan and um, and Ukraine. He had dinner with them at Cafe Milano, an Italian restaurant in Georgetown. He was a willing and knowledgeable participant in this grift. And not only that, there is a tiny amount of evidence um, that, you know, it may just be the tip of the iceberg, that he was benefiting financially from uh, Hunter Biden's business deals because Hunter Biden, you could see this material on the laptop, Hunter Biden was paying for some of the maintenance and upkeep on Joe Biden's, one of his mansions in Delaware. And they had shared business accounts and they had, you know, mingled finances, a shared debit card. Uh, you know, it, it's just impossible um, to tear that apart without saying that Joe Biden appears to have benefited. So uh, that's what the Republicans will have to do after the midterms if they get back the control of the House. They will have subpoena power. They will have more visibility into the money trail because if you follow the money, that's where you'll find uh, the gold. Well, Miranda, we've seen that obviously most of the legacy media, most of the legacy media has zero interest in covering this and wanted to bury it, including Facebook and, and some of the social media companies. But re- with regards to the DOJ and the FBI, what is the solution, that the bigger term solution with the DOJ and the FBI? If they're not actually going to investigate into this and they're actually going to be, be become political actors in there, in your estimation, what's the solution? Well, I, I think it's really disturbing that we see that the FBI um, has buried information about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Um, we had Tony Bobulinski met with four 
FBI agent senior at the at Washington field office. Two, two of them were very senior. He also met with Team Tebow, also very senior. Uh, you know, he was an assistant special agent in charge of the Washington field office. Um, he uh, he didn't meet with him, but his lawyer spoke to him, uh, and he was in charge of of Tony Bobulinski. And we know from the whistleblowers that he buried it. Uh, and and you know that the the material was listed on the FBI system as being Russian disinformation. Uh, we know that there's another FBI analyst called Brian Orton, also we've been told by the whistleblowers, who buried Hunter Biden information as well, uh, listing it as Russian disinformation. So uh, we also know that there were four former um, intelligence. Um, CIA directors, among those 51 uh, former intelligence officials who wrote that dishonest, lying letter um, that got Joe Biden out of, it was a basically get out of jail free card, when they said that they, even though they hadn't looked at the laptop in their expert opinion, it was Russian disinformation. They did that five days after we published our story uh, in October of 2020, and that was what Joe Biden used to go into the debate against Donald Trump and pretend that the intelligence community had written off the laptop in our stories and said that it was just, um, you know, Russian propaganda. And so I think we've got a problem across uh, these sort of security agencies, but particularly, as you say, the FBI is a real problem. And I just think it needs a complete cleaner. Uh, you know, people have said to me they've gone as far as to say disband it and start again because it's culturally so rotten. Um, and, you know, there are, I'm told that the rank and file people are really good, but there certainly is a problem with whistleblowers. You've got 38,000 personnel there and only 14 whistleblowers. That seems to me to be a very low number considering the malfeasance that is going on and that has been published. And you would think that if you were an honourable FBI agent that you would do whatever it took to blow the whistle on what you knew because the American people need to have faith in the FBI. If they don't, what's the point of it? Right. Agreed. Well, listen, you've been amazing with this story from uh, from day one, Miranda. You really have. I mean, just unbelievable so uh, the more details, the better. And hopefully, eventually, more people will listen, and that will pave the way for a Donald Trump return in 2024. I know on Truth Social, he's going nuts about the latest information. He loves it. Yeah, he loves it. So uh, thank you for uh, for all your tremendous work. Thank you for coming on today. And we can't wait to see you and Ron later on tonight. Miranda, you're great. We love you. Thanks. Fantastic. Thanks, Sid. Thanks, Andrew. You got it. Miranda Devine, folks, the best in the country. New York Post, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Sid and Andrew, lots more still to come. Lydia reports, that comes your way at 820. The great Peter King coming up at 840 and a big night of boxing helping out the cops. We'll talk to my buddy Pat Russo in the 9 o'clock hour as well. Bernie and Sid with Sid and Andrew coming right back on John Katzmatidi's birthday right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.